What's up? It's your girl, Cassandra Lee. Yeah, you know me. And if you don't know, now you know it's about to go down. Go ahead and follow me at the Cassandra Lee on Instagram. And you are now tuned in to the Speak Up podcast. Hello, everyone. My name is Bernisa. Hey, y'all. This is Jen. And this is our podcast. Speak Speak Up. up. What's up, Jen? Hey, girl. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Okay. Glad that we made it to episode 35. 35. Oh, my goodness. Sorry, you guys. We're on a little bit of an adrenaline rush right now, so that's why we're laughing. Most definitely. (laughs) Uh, For those who don't know, me and Jen are best friends, and we created this podcast to use our voices to motivate people to overcome life's challenges through self-love and respect. Yep, say no more. Self-love and respect are absolutely important no matter who you are, where you are, or what you are. So let's jump right into it, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so today our title is Double Standards Are Overrated. Yep. So you guys, we're talking about double standards today. Mm -hmm. Um, And for those of you who don't know, double standards are rules or principles which are unfairly applied in different ways to different people or groups. you know, I'm sure most of you have come across certain double standards in your lives, and we just thought it was very important to talk about today. So, Bernisa, why? I think it's important to talk about because it can be problematic to people. Like, I feel like people use it as a way to harm others, mm-hmm. to be judgmental, to put others down because they don't fit into a certain group. So, I feel like it's a way to, like, stereotype, and um, it's just, it's just it's messy, honestly. And I think also... Um, uh, double standards some of them are like myth i think they're myths yeah. honestly i think you know we we say things should be this way and then it's like if someone's going against the grain then it's like it's something wrong with them but it's like sometimes a person's just minding their own business and living their life and it's like we have this um, persona that we have to like constantly like follow a person or put them down because they're not meeting society's norms society's right. standards and then everything's socially constructed so I feel like double standards are like the, the main example of how we socially construct things. Mm-hmm. No, you touch up on a really good point. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I think social, uh, sorry, <laughs> double standards also are like a perfect excuse for people to mistreat each other. You know, uh, like you said, make up myths about each other and really just put everybody of either certain gender or sexual orientation or whatever type of uh, identity that they um, have into a collective group. So it's like a way to put all women, you know, in a certain group or all men in a certain group or anything in between in a certain group. Like, you know, so I think it's really important to kind of start talking about these, like what we've experienced personally, um, you know, what we've seen happen. And, you know, this one's going to be more of a storyteller today for you guys. Um, You know, of course, this is our truth that we've been living in. Also, but, you know, we just thought it would be important to talk about because, you know, everybody goes through these. Yeah, so true. And basic and also with our intersexualities as humans, we're all unique, you know, whether it's sexual orientation, economic class, race, gender, like all that stuff makes who we are. So I feel like when we're constantly, you know, uh, using double standards to keep people in certain bubbles, it's a problem. So, yeah, we got, you know, we got some heavy topics for y'all today. (laughs) So I want to basically start off with saying that, you know, double standards exist in various relationships. So it's not just with a man and a woman or like, you know, you and your boo or like, you know, you at home, you at work, you know, it's really you and society, you and life, like any, even you and a stranger, you and a stranger could come across the time, a moment where you guys are having like a double standards Mm -hmm. incident, you know, so it's, it's, um, I feel like um, it's, 
it's um it's something that like can't be ignored because I feel like we even do it obliviously without even thinking like subconsciously we kind of just end up putting someone into something or using those kind of using that language on the people and you really you really could be harming somebody by talking like that for sure double standards aren't meant to benefit anybody no. I mean you know I'm sure most of the double standards that anybody has dealt with they're actually really hurtful and like you said they can exist in all types of relationships so I think one of the big ones. Um, that we can touch up on is like uh, double standards maybe in the household mm. or in the family um, so for me personally like coming from a Latino background um, you know I come from a family where the men are praised they're pretty much worshipped you know um, I have a younger brother who he was able to get away with a lot of things growing up versus me like you know not even just the major things but like sleeping over at a friend's house you know I wasn't allowed to do that because I was the female you know, and it wasn't necessarily because my mom didn't trust me. It was just because I'm the girl, you know, um, what it, I don't know who's at that house or whatever, but it's like, why didn't the same rule apply to my brother? You know, mm -hmm. and then also like uh, my brother has like a personal situation that he's going through. And I know if I had gone through that same personal situation, like I would have been kicked out of the house, you know, or like um, I would never receive the same support that he receives. So for me, that's been a double standard that I've had to struggle with and will probably continue to struggle with for the rest of my life. Yeah, that's true. I feel like it's important to talk about at the um, home worlds because honestly, the way we're raised, where we're brought up, that literally shapes who you become as a person, you know, like those are things that follow with you. Um, you know, also too, I, you know, I grew up in a household where, you know, like I have brothers and sisters too. And like, I noticed like with my mom, she was more stricter with me too. Mm -hmm. And like my brother got out of the way. I feel like too, like, you know, um, being a young girl too, like being sexualized at a young age yeah. and the aspect of like, you know, uh, like my mom always thinking I was out doing something I shouldn't be. I was out with a man. I was just, and it's not true. Like I really was like a, you know, I would just go home. I was like, go get in school and stuff. So it's just like, you know, to be already, like, at a young age being seen in that light or, like, already, like, oh, you're doing something wrong and I'm not, I feel like that was something that followed me, too. I feel like I always had to, like, be this certain way and, like, act certain way and be like, yeah, and then my brother, he came right after me. He was, you know, he was, ever, you know, he had girlfriends at a younger age, you know, he was, mm -hmm. you know, like, not, he wasn't a bad kid or nothing, but, you know, it's just, yeah, you said, like, more laid back when mm -hmm. it came to, like, raising him and stuff and so on. So I just feel like, especially, you know, I feel like as, as women, we get that, mm -hmm. like, they automatically, okay, and then I want to say this too, I want to add this on, it's like, you know, we're shamed for like, if we got pregnant at a young age or something, but like, if a guy gets a, a woman pregnant at a young age, then it's like, oh, okay, well, you know, he's not a father, big of a deal. but in a day, it's like, if he's not prepared to like, raise his child or something, they're not, you know, if because he, he's young, they're not, they're no whiplash for that, but as a woman, it's like, why did you make this decision, da, 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 da. and I get it where the women, we carry the child and mm -hmm. things like that, but I feel like, on both sides, there should be responsibility for mm -hmm. like making sure if you're bringing a child to this world, you're prepared for it. For sure, yeah. I can't even count how many times I was accused of possibly being pregnant when I was young, when I wasn't even doing anything I wasn't mm -hmm. supposed to be doing, you know. And it's like, here my brother is again, he's not a bad person either. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just like, you know, now he has a family of his own and everything. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, he got that full support the entire way versus. Like, you know, for me, it was constantly like, oh, well, you better not do this. You better not do that and blah, blah, blah. I, 
was reminded more of the things I shouldn't be doing mm -hmm. because I'm a woman versus like, you know, well, you're, why can my brother do it? Oh, because he's the man. Like that's usually been the answer in my family. And I'm like, that doesn't even explain anything, mm -hmm. you know, but I think it's just, yeah, it goes far back. Like these double standards, particularly the ones about the family and the home, you know, these are things that maybe our parents grew up with, you know, like I know for sure my mom in her household, she grew up with this mentality of like, you know, the woman shouldn't, uh, give kids out of without getting married to the man or whatever you know all these things and i know she was trying to instill good values into me but it just turned into something different you know when things actually hit the fan and stuff so it's like you know there's things that i've had to cope with in my own ways because i felt like um if my mom had to know what i was going through at that moment she wouldn't have understood because a woman is supposed to present herself a certain way that's so true. And I feel like, too, um, double standards can cause limitations, you know. And I say that because, like, it's just, it's literally like a mind fuck, you know, because you're growing up. I feel like, you know, in a lot of households, women are raised to be ready for the man, right? You know, um, we're always told, oh, you're not going to get a man like that. Or, you're, like, it's always revolving around, you know, getting a man or, you know, being pleasing enough. And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with marriage or attracting a good partner, but men aren't a lot of men aren't taught that either it's just like so if a woman gets a certain age and she's still single and she still doesn't have children it's like well what's wrong with her she said but if a man's still single at 40 or something it's like oh he's still player player he mm -hmm. in his bachelor days he living his life and it's like why do a lot of you know a lot of people are raised that way mm -hmm. so it's like i feel like and then it allows women to start attacking each other because like when you know a married woman is looking at a single woman certain way single woman looking at married women way mm -hmm. because they in the day the way they were brought up in their household followed them into their older you know their into their adulthood mm -hmm. i mean Derek jackson touched up on that very mm -hmm. well uh you know, the love guru, for those of you who don't know, um, or he calls himself the self-love ambassador. But anyway, um, in his book, he touched up on that, how women have been groomed from birth, basically, to practice monogamy and, you know, be ready for a relationship no matter what. Like, she has to be ladylike, whatever that looks like in her family. She has to learn how to cook and clean. Don't get me wrong. These are basic survival skills that we should know, you know, but for men too, I feel like it's important for them to know if they're going to go out and survive independently. Um, but, you know, versus like a man, you know, he's taught the more girlfriends, the better, you know, uh, he gives a perfect example where it's like little Jimmy is at the family barbecue and then his uncle comes up to him and he's like, oh, little Jimmy, so how many girlfriends do you have now? And little Jimmy, like, puts up two mm -hmm. fingers saying he has two girlfriends. And instead of saying, like, no, Jimmy, that's not good. You know, you're playing with women's hearts or whatever. He gets applauded for it. Like, oh, yeah, when are you going to add the next one? You know, and I feel like even though this is a literal example, it's honestly the mentality that a lot of people grow up with. You know, I know for me, yeah, in my own family, I've heard it throughout my whole life. Like, oh, you expect to get a good man that way. Or remember that no man wants, you know, et cetera, type of woman. Or, you know, um, you have to make sure that, uh, you know, you still make a man you know, the most important thing or whatever. Like, I've heard so many different things. And it's because, yeah, our women in our family has been taught to be that way. And it's like, versus teaching me how to be my own person, how to be happy with myself, how to love myself first. It's like, I have to learn how to love a man first before I love myself. That doesn't even make sense. Mm -hmm. And we have it all backwards. And honestly, we should be loving ourselves first. You know, before then, you'll be able to love a person better. And also too, like, we can even get deeper, like talking about how, you know, um, if a woman has like multiple 
baby daddies, you mm-hmm. know, you know, whatever, not judging anyone, but like, you know, stuff happens in life that, you know, that may cause that, but, you know, and the woman is shamed for that, but when a man has multiple baby mamas, it's like, oh yeah, he, you know, he just has different, and it's like, you know, and then like, we're all human and stuff, but it, it, it allows us to become judgmental towards a certain group of people mm-hmm. when it's like, in a day, you don't know their story, you don't know what led them to the life that they have, so mm-hmm. it's like, we gotta stop, you know, just taking what the normal norms and just placing them on the people because of what we heard, what we've seen on TV or what socially constructed ideas our parents instilled into us. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Double standards are like an excuse for us to treat people a certain way. So it's like, yeah, when we hear that a woman has multiple uh, fathers, you know, for her children or whatever, it's like, oh, you know, there's something wrong with her or whatever mm-hmm. versus like, you know, no things happen in life, you know, you meet different types of people, you realize things can't work. Yes, a beautiful child was born out of this, but at mm-hmm. the same time, it's like, you know, you never knew know if that woman had to end up choosing herself um, over the man, you know, this is not justifying any type of toxic behavior or any type of uh, behavior that's just like, you know, a woman needing a man or anything, that's different. Those are other issues that she has to work with, but we're just looking at as a whole where it's like we automatically judge people based on what we see on the outside what we think we know about their lives right so um i think also like another important one is talking about body image Mm. like i think um it sucks when you know a woman who's confident in herself and like really loves herself no matter what she looks like whether she's a size zero or a size 14 you know or anything in between like we tend to judge her like thinking oh look at her she thinks she's all that she thinks she good like she ain't even got an ass or she got too much ass or whatever and it's like we can't win no matter what you know because i feel like even if i say i love myself and everything people are gonna be like oh well who does she think she is Mm -hmm. you know and it's just sad because then if i hated myself if i was saying i hate myself people would still judge me and it's like you don't win no matter Mm -hmm. what in the day, yeah, that confidence speaks for itself, but it's like we gotta stop shaming each other for that. And then, like, it, it even gets deeper, like, as far as like being at work. I saw a post, it showed two girls wearing the exact same shirt, and you know, one girl had a bigger bust than the other. And um, basically, the girl with the bigger bust, she got um, you know, in trouble for it, but it was like a t shirt, she wasn't even showing anything. And you know, and another girl did it, but she was like, We have the same shirt, and it's like that's that double standard with that because it's like i get it they're two different sizes and stuff but in the day you should be able to apply that then everyone no one can wear that shirt then you know exactly. like i've gotten teased for having you know i have you know I have thick thighs mm-hmm. and you know having a you know bigger bottom whatever and it's like you know i'm just wearing certain clothes you know it fits me properly but it's like people just because like my body doesn't look like a girl in a size zero you know or whatever it's like oh well you're showing too much but it's like a girl can walk around with the exact same thing mm-hmm. and it's like oh that's okay you know yeah um so i know i've gotten in trouble too for like wearing certain things either to work or to school you know i've never been one to like you know oh yeah let me wear the thing that you know shows off my body or whatever but it's like yeah certain clothes look a certain way on me where they would look different on a different girl you know and certain things yeah maybe i can't wear because i have bigger thighs or whatever and it's like that's not fair i can't control what i wear you know and i know my mom has had the same issue at work also um with like she's had to buy bigger size uniforms so that they don't fit her as tightly and i'm like how is that fair like we're just showing women you know with specific looking women that like oh it's not okay for you to wear this because you're going to be more sexual to a man and it's like well why aren't we teaching other people to not look at us that way Mm. and no that's a big point like it's like 
it's like when they talk about you know the touchy subject of rape you know they're mm-hmm. like well, what was she wearing it's like in a day let's get on the person who did that act mm-hmm. you know and it's like we should be teaching people you know we teach another thing too like we teach women like oh yeah carry your knife protect yourself da 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 but we should be teaching people to not harm women when they're in public. And this goes for men, too. Men can get mm-hmm. harmed also by women also. Or men, men on men, women on women. But we're just saying, like, it's just crazy how, like, you know, as a woman, we're taught to, like, you know, always having to protect mm-hmm. ourselves, you know, but not shaming the person who is doing the violence. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Ooh, I mean, it's deep. <laughs> you know, we could go on and on about this. Mm-hmm. Like, also, you know, when a woman is feeding her child in public. Like, I think we've sexualized breasts so much Mm -hmm. to where it's, like, even seeing a nipple or anything on a woman, it's like, oh, my gosh, you know, it's sexual. Like, no, she's just doing a natural thing, feeding her child. Like, I know there's a lot of things uh, being discussed around that subject as well, but I just think it's important to put it out there because, you know, we don't, uh, we can't control certain things about either the way we look or, you know, things that our body has to do naturally. I mean, we can get into periods also. Mm-hmm. Um, Go ahead, you know, speak up. So, speak up. You know, I'm sorry for all the men listening, but I have to say this. Or, you know, the gender who do not get their periods. Um, it is not an excuse for you to ask a woman if she is on her period if she is quote unquote acting up or being a bitch or having an attitude because at the end of the day you have no idea how that feels whether we really are or aren't on our period there's something going on right and then i'm sorry men throw tantrums too right but going back to the period thing it's like oh, it's too. Go ahead. oh my goodness like i can't even imagine i can't even count how many times i've been asked that you know like oh you got an attitude you must be on your period like that doesn't sound right how do you think that's gonna make the situation any better like i think that's just so disgusting honestly like first of all it's a natural thing that my body just does every single month or for those of us who don't get it every month whatever um but then also like how do you just automatically assume that you know it just it's a lot i have a story about that actually there's this one toxic person i was dealing with and he basically, yeah, I was, I was on my period. So like, you know, we and him are like, you know, I realize a woman too, you do get sensitive, you know, mm-hmm. it does happen or your hormones are fluctuating. So yeah, you, you can get snapped. Mm-hmm. So I admitted that to him, like, you know, Hey, I'm very sensitive right now. I don't want to argue. You know, I was trying to like actually calm the situation down. So we weren't arguing and he would, you know what he told me? He said straight up, um, you've been getting your period for how many years you've been on this planet. Um, you should be able to control your emotions by now. And that pissed me off because as a man who doesn't get a period, him being a man who doesn't get a period, you don't understand. You don't understand what my body is going through. And if I'm being honest with you and telling you how I feel, I'm trying to calm it down. That's not your place to tell me how and not to feel. You know, so I just, you know, that's an example right there of like a double standard of like it being. Because in a day, okay, what's your excuse for being the asshole you acting exactly. like right now? Then, because I can tell you why the fuck I'm acting this way. You know, exactly. so. You know, me and Jess want to speak up on these topics because, you know, we got to normalize a woman having a period, mm-hmm. breastfeeding, you know, even like things that men go through, normalizing their norms. You know, I'm not a man. I can't speak for men. Mm-hmm. But as a woman, me and gen- as women, me and gender are speaking for like what women go through mm-hmm. on a daily basis and how like we are seen in society from having natural woman feelings. Exactly. I mean, you know, I think I can speak for all genders who get their periods all women who you know get their periods um there's a lot going on in our body you know and i think the older we get 
either the more intense our periods get or yes we've been having it for years whatever but at the end of the day like our body's constantly changing you know uh the older we get our biological clock is you know ticking as well so it's like there's a lot of things going on internally with us that we may not even understand you know yes we've been getting our periods for years but the cramps may be more severe or the headaches may be more severe or the flow may be more severe you know all these things can be happening and regardless you know if i've just told you like you said you know you let this person know that you're more feeling more sensitive at the moment like how does that give you any right to judge me for what I'm going through naturally? Mm-hmm. I can't just switch it off. Trust me, if I could switch Trust on and off you. my period, I would definitely do that. Like, <laughs> I think we would be really happy about that. You know, you think we want to be going through this as well? No, of course not. But, you know, I think for the people who don't get their periods, you have no right to judge somebody who does. And even if you are a person who gets their period, you have no right to judge somebody else who gets their period too. Because, yeah, everybody's body is different and we're allowed to feel what we feel. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And also, too, with I feel like double standards can even like affect your relationships and love life because, Mm -hmm. you know, um, sometimes, you know, a certain group of people will grow up with like certain double standards instilled in them that, you know, they'll sit there and um, think they can get away with certain things like they can't fix their mistakes, fix their problems, work on themselves. But expect to attract a partner who's like perfect and then you know has everything together. Yeah, like, yeah, it has you know economically, you know, emotionally, and all this stuff. It's like, how? Who are you to to want all this and you ain't even taking the time to pour that into yourself? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I feel like it becomes problematic in that way because like I've seen posts like of you know I've seen posts like with men that you know you know be with you know multiple women and stuff saying like yeah, I've seen a loyal faithful woman and you know I know I'm gonna put her through some stuff I know I'm a cheat but you know just knowing she got my back that's a fucking double standard where do you deserve that if you can't even be true to and loyal to her you don't exactly. deserve that woman I'm sorry I have to say that outright mm-hmm. no it's true let's just even go to the basics you know like for those men who are asking for a woman who can cook who can clean who could still you know carry uh children and you know be a great mother and then uh you know still go to the gym and do all this stuff okay can you change a tire can you be there for me when i need you (laughs) yeah exactly like i'm sorry we're not allowed to ask for things that we can't give back you know and whatever our ideal partner is okay yeah know what you want in a person absolutely Mm -hmm. like you want an honest faithful man whatever make sure you have that in yourself like bernisa was just saying that you know if you're asking for a good faithful woman but you're over here you know practicing polygamy every single day maybe you don't deserve this type of woman you know so it's like same thing for a woman too you know if you're asking for an emotionally available man and you know one who's in tune with uh you know what he wants and all this stuff make sure you're that type of woman too yeah, like don't treat him like fair. a queen make yeah. sure you could treat him like a king exactly our kings out there deserve love too mm-hmm. i'm gonna put that out there because i'm not just over here advocating you know and to put with men down of course no, not, not yeah. at all but like i said me and general speaking from a woman's point mm-hmm. of view so yeah no it's very important that, and it goes with self-reflection mm-hmm. in the day to be able to know who you are know your flaws and to be able to track what you want mm-hmm. but um you know don't go on those free trying to make people make some perfect and you ain't even worked on half of your shit exactly like i've dealt with uh 
types of men who mm. are asking for all these things in a woman, you know, and I'm like, okay, I'm, you know, I, I got this, like, these are qualities I can definitely put out there and everything, but then I find out what the fuck he's doing, or rather not doing, also, he doesn't have my best interest at heart, mm -hmm. you know, uh, so I was in a situation where it's like, I had told the guy what I wanted, I wanted a serious relationship, you know, um, obviously get to know each other and stuff like that, and he was like, yeah, I'm cool with it, and blah, 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 let's get to know each other, I was like, yeah, let's get to know each other, but I realized the more time went on yes we we're getting to know each other but we were still doing relationship things just without the title you know mm -hmm. and it's like I, I realized i was getting the short end of the stick because he's still getting all the wifey benefits but you know where's my end of the deal and it just it woke me up because i realized i wasn't getting what i wanted you know mm -hmm. i wasn't um being able to speak my truth and really just mm. get in tune with everything mm. that was going on with us so i cut him off and then guess what he was asking for me back saying i'm a good woman and blah 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 you know but it's like bro it's too late like at the end of the day you had your chance and we both had established what we wanted from the very beginning mm. and you weren't giving me that i was giving you time and everything but no it wasn't working so it's not fair that this person had expected me to be faithful to him the entire time when I'm sure he had other options or as uh, my ex-boyfriend called it, the list that guys keep um, or certain guys keep where it's like they just keep certain women, you know, on rotation where like they hit them up, they call them or whatever. And then I'm just being pushed to the back because I'm considered quote unquote wifey material. Yeah, and what you just gave, that, that just show where double standards could be a mind fuck because honestly... A male like that he literally normalized that behavior because that double standard is so dominant in the world where it's like yeah I can do what I want or you know when I'm ready for her she gonna be right there and it's like as a woman you know it, sometimes it allows us to take that in thinking okay am I being good enough am I showing those you know I'm doing everything to show you know that I'm a good woman this and that and it's like honestly that's why it's a problem because it's allowing you know so one person to get away with doing some bullshit mm -hmm. and another person to like feel mistreated mm -hmm. you know and it's like in the day ladies men too you ain't gotta settle for nothing that isn't serving you mm -hmm. in your best interest you know and I feel like that's why we have to go through these lessons like you know the fact Jen I've been through it we can speak on these mm -hmm. issues and move efficiently and like not ever let that happen to both of us ever again you know what yeah. I mean because we both experience double standards in our romantic relationships mm -hmm. lesson learned for sure um, you know, I ain't settling for anything less and I don't expect no. the man that I end up with to do that. So that's the thing too. Like, I think it's important to ask yourself, are you ready to receive what you're asking for? Mm -hmm. You know, so now I'm currently in like a healing stage after all of this that I just talked about. Um, so I don't, so I think it's important for me to ask myself that question because mm -hmm. it's like, am I ready to receive what I'm asking for in a man? Mm -hmm. Well, currently no, because mentally there is, there are some things that I still have to work on, you know, emotionally, there's a lot of, um, things that I have to sort through. So it's like, for me personally, that answer is no, but I think it's important for everybody to ask themselves this question, especially if you feel like you're ready, quote unquote, to settle down. Well, are you ready to receive that? Yeah. And honestly, if you're not ready to receive, if the answer is no, be okay with that answer mm -hmm. because it just shows, okay, I still got some more learning of myself to do, mm -hmm. some more loving of myself, some more healing to do. That's beautiful because I feel like that's a start in accountability already because we have too many people saying, yeah, I'm ready for this, and then they get it, and that's what you fuck it up because you're not ready for it. And um, because when you're not ready for something, you're not going to appreciate it. It's like if somebody, I'm going to give you a perfect example. You know, when you were younger and your family bought you socks for Christmas and you were like, 
you know, and you you didn't really appreciate it. You're like, oh, but just socks, da, da, da. but really it was something that you would need when the winter mm-hmm. come. Would you do throw them to the side and leave them? But then guess what? When winter came and it was time for you to wear those socks, you don't know where the fuck they are because you yeah. threw them away or you didn't really care about them. So it's pretty mm-hmm. much the same concept. You know, in the day, like, you know, if you're not ready for it, you're going to mess it up, you're going to get rid of it. But then when, when that time comes, you're ready to love properly, that person's nowhere to be found. Exactly. So it's really about being honest with yourself and knowing, okay, you know, um, I'm not ready to receive this and that's okay. And give yourself that time to be ready for it so that when it does come, you can appreciate it and treat it with it. But honestly, double standards will blur that and allow you to still stay prideful, mm-hmm. immature, or just um naive yeah (laughs) exactly no that's true um you know so i want to get into something that like i've been seeing a lot on the internet as Mm -hmm. well it's also referring to the double standards there's a lot of body shaming going on um and i specifically want to talk about women on women body shaming because you know one thing that really bothers me is when us women feel like we can't stand next to another beautiful woman you know i think i've talked about this in another episode before where i was saying like you know women are like flowers where it's like you know she's a sunflower i'm a rose or you know there's a lily also why can't we all just bloom you know why do we have to watch her progress or my progress you know like versus just allowing each other empowering each other on top of that like we don't know what we're going through what the other woman is going through so putting her down and shaming her for feeling herself or, you know, finally trying on a new outfit because she finally feels good in it or whatever, you know, why can't we do that? Why can't we just stand together amongst women versus putting each other down? There's already so many other people out there or so many other things ready to put us down for other things. Why do we have to do do that to each other? I just have to say this because um, yesterday, Bernice and I were actually online and we saw this girl um, comment on another famous guru um, saying that her chin was too big. Like, that's literally all she commented on. And I was like, really? Like, was that necessary? Like, you don't know what kind of insecurities this guru is dealing with or whatever, even if her chin is too big or whatever. If that's your opinion, like, don't put that out there. That's so negative. You don't know if out of the thousands of comments that she received, that's the main one that she paid attention to. Now you just ruined her whole day. Mm-hmm. No, that's so true. And I feel like that allows us to feel like we have to change something about ourselves mm-hmm. to fit into that, like, image of what is beauty. In a day, we're all beautiful. We're all different shapes, different sizes. For erases, hair color, hair texture, you know, we got to stop bashing each other because one girl hair isn't curly enough or straight like enough. Good hair. Good hair. Like, stop that shit. We all, like that. Actually, we're our own problem. We mm-hmm. dehumanize each other. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in a day, and then it's like, then it's that double standard. Like, well, she doesn't look like this. So she going to get treated like shit. Like, um, I remember one of my roommates in college, one of my homegirls, still one of my good friends, a uh, gorgeous girl, gorgeous. And... Um, I remember she was um, telling me, so like when she get dressed up, she really be like, she do her thing. Like she be smoking the room, she be killing it. And she's gorgeous too, even when she's not all dolled up. But she was saying how she noticed that when she does her hair, you know, she was saying how she noticed like when she has that glamorous look on, people are extra nice to her. Mm-hmm. But when she's in her normal self, people like treat her a certain mm-hmm. way. And it's like, why do we do that? We really take things so vain. Like if she doesn't yeah. look a certain way, okay, now I can treat her nice or she deserves a special treatment. Or whatever. I'm not saying I'm not saying because a person is okay. I'm not saying like if a guy likes you or something, he's not gonna treat you a little better. But it's like why do we have to put this like 
she's cute enough to get treated right or she's not pretty enough it's okay if even if you're not attracted to the person doesn't mean treat them like shit exactly because they're not meeting your physical expectations mm -hmm. yeah of course i mean we all have preferences or whatever you know mm -hmm. we're all into different types of people but that's why everybody looks different you know what i may find attractive some of y'all out there probably wouldn't and vice versa and that's okay you know but the thing is i'm not going to put anybody down just because they're not my personal preference and i think that's really important for us it's uh to realize because you don't know how long a comment that somebody makes about you mm -hmm. or that you say about somebody is going to last in their head like yes. i know in high school um in particular this one guy he i thought he was a good friend of mine um but one time we we're like hanging out after school and everything and he was like i don't know if he was trying to be funny or what but it sure as hell wasn't funny to me uh we were sitting down and you know i was wearing shorts mind you i was very subconscious about my thighs in high school like you know i would never really wear shorts so that one day i decided to wear them and um I was sitting down and he's like, dang, Jen, you got thunder thighs. And like, for me, that just stuck with me. And even until now, like whenever I put on shorts, I'm like, damn, maybe, you know, and it's like something that I have to constantly battle. And it sucks because, okay, I got big thighs. Yeah, that's a fact, whatever, you know, at the end of the day, Beautiful I'm learning thighs. to embrace them, love them, you know. Um, but it's like, it may not have been his preference or like I said, he was probably trying to make a joke, but that really hurt me. Mm -hmm. And at that time I didn't say anything to him and I probably should have, but you know, that's what we go through when these double standards are given to us. Like big thighs weren't sexy, you know, so I didn't feel that way. Yeah. And I want to add on to the thigh example. Like even though someone's carrying themselves a certain way and there's maybe, maybe it wouldn't show that it bothers them. You never know, like going off the thighs and like women are like going off of you know double standards and thighs um i remember in high school there was this real pretty cheerleader gorgeous and she had big thighs and i, I always just always just compliment her like uh you know i, I always like compliment her thighs all the time because you know i'm a big girl too so you know we gotta look out we gotta for stick each together other. yes big thighs save lives amen but anyway we always like i would always compliment her and stuff and i remember one day um in her yearbook in um in my yearbook she signed my yearbook and she said you know basically you know i'm gonna miss you and she was like Thank you so much for making me feel good about my thighs. I used to be insecure about it. And it's crazy because I feel like in cheerleading, you know, there's a stereotype about how the women have to be smaller. You know, if you're too big to be a cheerleader, too thick and all that stuff. Because you think about their legs are always being shown. And, you know, I, I just showed you that. Like, I wouldn't even think she was insecure about it because when she carried herself, she was real pretty and everything. But you never know how many times people commented on her thighs probably in high school. And, you know, from, um, you know, it made my day you know when I was able to uplift her. But all I want to say is uplift each other. Like, you yeah. know, if you can give a compliment, give it. You know, then don't let these double standards, you know, turn you into an evil person. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, and I think going on the other flip side of that, too, like, I think we sexualize women too much. Like, yeah. I think it, you know, we... Like, if a woman starts feeling herself, we're automatically like, oh, you know, well, she must be sleeping around or she must be, you know, doing this to her body or whatever. And it just sucks because why can't a woman feel sexy just because she fucking wants to? Like, you know, why can't I enjoy the only body I was given, the only temple that I get to live in? You know, and yeah, if I want to feel sexy today, why not? You know, and I think it's crazy because... We feel like, oh, if a woman's wearing a really tight dress, like, oh, she wants attention. She wants to be seen. What if I just want to fucking look good for me? Like, mm -hmm. I, you know, not everything's going to be for the public eye. Like, mm -hmm. even in the whole quarantine situation, I still like to look sexy for me. Knowing damn well nobody's going to see it, but that doesn't matter. Yeah. 
And like being a person like with the chest, you know, like my like there's sometimes like I'll take like a little innocent picture and like yeah, it kind of shows because I have it, and my family would like criticize me for it and like try to put me down like why did it and I, and honestly. What if I just felt like embracing it? You know, mm -hmm. I feel like it doesn't always have to be sexualized. Like, I like my body the way it is. And yes, if I want to wear a cute shirt and yeah. I feel comfortable in it, you know, as long as, yeah, I'm not dude in the picture mm -hmm. or something, that's a difference. But, you know, I used to hate that because it's like, where is this coming from? And meanwhile, like, a man, he could get a nice banging six pack and then be shirtless online. And then the family's like, oh, yeah, look at my son. Da -da -da. But it's it like, yeah. in the day, yeah, he's that's still considered sexy. Abs are sexualized, mm -hmm. but what is the difference? You know what I mean? So, I just think in the day, like, we got to stop doing that extra sexualization mm -hmm. because in the day, it's harmful. Mm -hmm. You know, um, also, like, going based off of, like, maybe cultural sexualizations. Mm -hmm. um, where her and I went to school, uh, there was a lot of, like, predominantly white males walking around. Um, and I remember one time, I mean, it happened a lot, but, like, one time in particular, her, uh, Vernice and I were walking, and this guy... From, came from the back and he's like "Ooh, you a sexy latina he's like you must be feisty and fiery he's like i love um all of y'all because of that and to me versus that being a compliment it was like an insult because he automatically put this stereotype on me just because i'm latina just because my body looks a certain way you know and because i wasn't even paying attention to him so it's like that kind of goes into the whole catcalling thing you know where it's like for a woman it can be scary also you know, and for a man, too, like, if there's an overly sexualizing woman on top of him, it's like, whoa, you know, and we got to be careful with these double standards when we're catcalling, when we're trying to compliment somebody based on what they look like, whatever, because it, it can be dangerous. Yeah, and then get even deeper with culture, like, look at the Super Bowl, mm -hmm. J-Lo and Shakira, like, they were literally dancing in their culture doing, you know, what's normalized in their country, you know, in, in Shakira's country, mm -hmm. and... You know, what did you see on the media? Oh, you know, it was too sexy, da, 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 this and that. And it's like, I don't know, like, you know, we got to stop doing that too. There's cultural mm -hmm. sexualization. There's things that are normalized mm -hmm. in different places and stuff. And we got to be able to embrace all of us as mm -hmm. humanity. Absolutely. Um, again, you guys don't know what this might do to somebody's body image. Like, you know, even with the whole JLo and Shakira thing, they were saying, oh, they're moms. They should be behaving a certain way. So it's like there's that double standard. Their age like, and stuff. Yeah. Like, like moms can't be sexy or like, like 40 you know, year olds. yeah, 40 year olds can't be sexy. 40 year old woman. Let's not even get into the age double standard, right? Mm, go because ahead. for a woman... I'm sorry. Yes, we see a lot of changes happening with our body and everything, especially if we've given birth, um, you know, to our ch or two children. I don't have children yet. Uh, but, you know, it's like we are already dealing with a lot internally, um, you know, seeing our face change and everything. And it's like society is usually telling us like, oh, look, she's hitting her 40s. Like she should be acting a certain way. She shouldn't be dressing a certain way. Don't get me wrong. There's a difference between appropriate versus inappropriate. Um, but that's all relative. Like, if you feel good in something, why can't you wear it? You know, or a woman, like, you start seeing wrinkles on her face or whatever, she's automatically lost her touch, you know, or she's not sexy. And then all of these products start to be marketed towards women looking 10 years younger or relieving their wrinkles versus, like, a man, if he has some salt and pepper going on, it's like, ooh, he's revived all over again. Like, he's sexualized all over again. And it's like, why? You know, no, that's such or like the whole biological clock. Oh, she finna hit this. She better mm -hmm. hurry up and have kids. Da, da, da. Like, just stop. <laughs> let people live their life. Let them be. And like, if J Lo want to be forty and still feel sexy, let her. She looks amazing. 
So I hope I get to be in my 40s looking like J-Lo or Shakira. And also, (laughs) you know, Jen and I were on the Ladies Night Radio Show on the Good News Radio. Shout out to Jackie. And we talked, we touched up on that. Make sure y'all check out her show every Friday night just to throw that in there. If y'all want to hear more of us debunk that topic. (laughs) Absolutely. Yes. Um, You know, so as we had mentioned, like Derek Jackson before as well, um, going into that, like, I just think it's not fair where women are expected to hold themselves to a certain type of behavior or a certain type of look because if she wants to attract the right men, you know, she has to sit a certain way or talk a certain way or whatever. However you want to carry yourself and that makes you feel good as long as it's healthy for you, you know, um, and it's actually benefiting you, go ahead, do your thing. You're going to find somebody uh, who embraces all of that about you. As long as you do it for yourself first, that's all that fucking matters at the end of the day. Yeah, and I want to add on too, let's even talk about men and women behavior. Like, you know, they, um, it's okay for men to cry. Like, mm-hmm. I want to say that, you know, they, um, they say, you know, they make it seem like men don't cry. Women supposed to be emotional ones. Actually, I feel like it's healthy for everyone to be emotional to some extent. You have to let that shit out. So I feel like men, if y'all need to cry, do it. Cry to your woman, cry to your spouse, cry to yourself. It's okay. You know, I feel like, you know, society... I feel like that's where double standards are problematic yeah. because that's why a lot of men are walking around holding in so emotionally much stuff, unavailable, or and they show it into and they they transmute that sadness into anger, mm-hmm. and then that's why you hear more you know stories or sex, of, yeah, or mm-hmm. sex, and that's why um, a lot of self destructive behavior mm-hmm. occurs from that. And another thing, it's okay for women to be independent. Amen. Just because a woman is independent doesn't mean she's not worthy of having a partner. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean she doesn't need a man at all. Yeah, we don't need you but that doesn't mean there's not a, a place in our in a woman's life for a man so let's not get that twisted because i've heard that something you're intimidated you're very independent mm-hmm. okay and like in the day sometimes you gotta hold your own some women just want to start their own business be entrepreneurs exactly. live their own life out of your money doesn't make them it doesn't make them too strong or like you know does it mean that they don't have room in their heart to love mm-hmm. and to be um a great woman to a man exactly and it doesn't make us bitches either mm-hmm. you know i just want to put that out there because i feel like the independent woman the boss lady the boss bitch whatever like we're categorized as like oh look at her she got an attitude or she's a fucking bitch or whatever and it's like we're not it's just why can't i work on my own dreams my own aspirations and everything be satisfied with my own life and still be with a partner that I'm happy with who's equally yoked with me. Like, you know, Bernice and I talk about this all the time where it's like, yeah, you know, we want to be able to, you know, be independent and carry ourselves the way we do because we're expecting that from a partner as well. So how dare I ask for an independent man when I'm not independent myself, when I don't know what that looks like and vice versa, you know? So I just think it's important that women are allowed to establish their own dreams and aspirations because we still have a life. We still deserve to feel sexy outside of motherhood, outside of our relationships, no matter what roles we carry. We're still allowed to be happy with whatever the fuck we want to. You know, if I want to run that business or 10 businesses on the side and still be a mom and still be a wife, I'm allowed to do all of that if I want to and if I can, because that's what makes me happy. Yeah, that's such an end of day. A relationship anyway is 100 100. So you should, both people should be able to um, embrace the individuality. You know what I mean? Um, also, I just want to add in, I want to talk about like catcalling and like women being able to say no. Like another double standard I noticed is that like 
you know, like, you know, it's okay for like a man to aggressively approach a woman. If a girl say no, to keep bugging her and keep trying to get at her, even if she says, no, I have a boyfriend. Oh, okay. Forget him. I'm with him here. But then when a woman is like, you know, who's this crazy bitch? Why is mm -hmm. she coming at me? Or like, if she still tries to get her to do, I'm not saying get out of someone who had never girl, but it's like, it's more like, you know, a woman's supposed to respect that yeah. place of that. But men, it's okay if they still keep trying, even if the woman says, no, I have a boyfriend. Mm -hmm. I can't even. Or no, don't touch me. <laughs> really, really yeah. though. I can't even count how many times oh, I've said I have a boyfriend and the guy who's been doing the catcalling, he's like, so he don't have to know, or he ain't here right now, or whatever, you know, all these things. And it's like, that's what makes it creepy. That's what makes it scary. It's not flattering that you're still pursuing somebody when they said they're taken. And it's like, if you had told me you were taken as a man, I would automatically be expected to respect that. And yeah, don't get me wrong. If a person tells you that they're in a relationship where they're just not interested, you have to respect that. But you going further, continuing thinking, oh, she's playing hard to get, or no, I know he really wants me, whatever. That's not the attitude we need to walk around with. I remember one time walking around in school, uh, this girl was in front of me and, um, this pair of two guys were driving the opposite way she was walking forward and like uh the passenger he kept calling out to the girl he was like saying to her you know oh you're beautiful like oh blah all this stuff and like she was just walking straight ahead i don't know if she didn't hear them or she was scared but regardless she wasn't interested so then the guy literally as he drove closer to the girl he was like oh you're a bitch you think you're too good for us and blah 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 and all that stuff learn to handle rejection First of all, Ooh, like people don't know. owe you an explanation for anything. You know, they are not supposed to be flattered every time you hit on them. You don't know what kind of day that girl was having or whatever. And as a woman, I think it hit me a lot because, you know, we've been in those positions where it's like we have to reject somebody and sometimes they don't respect that, you know, mm -hmm. but it's like if it was the other way around, if I was rejected, I would automatically be expected to like cut it off, but it's not fair. Mm -hmm. You know, so we really need to keep that in mind because that's a real double standard right there. No, that's the most shit. Honestly, debunking double standards relates to self-love because, you know, honestly, it allows the world to be a more peaceful place mm -hmm. in that aspect because, you know, we're not being judgmental. We're not normalizing these fucked up behaviors, you know what I mean, that allow a, a group of people to be put in harm or to be seen a certain way or someone to be settling or dealing with something that they shouldn't be you know like all this stuff needs i feel like we should all we all do it i'm not saying i've never mm -hmm. used a double standard or anything but you know being caught when being more aware of when you when you are um in that position or like it's being used on you will help you you know not feel so bad if someone is coming at you because i'm not saying because of this episode everyone's going to stop using right. double standards but at least when you're attacked with it you know how to handle it and be like okay this person is stuck in a bubble somewhere. I'm not even gonna pay these comments no more because in the day I know who. When you know who you are and you know what you have to offer, you don't need to go give a fuck about what someone is saying because society said it needs to be this way. Like, exactly. yes, I'm a woman with a deep voice, whatever. Like society, <laughs> I guess a woman's supposed to have a high pitched voice. This is how I talk, and my brain said no one can tell me anything. You know, exactly. like it's like those little things. Like a woman should, a woman should have. Okay, I'm gonna do what the fuck I want to do, and I'm gonna have it. Yeah, amen, girl. Uh, <laughs> debunking double standards is also important because we learn to understand each other this way in a much better, more positive way. You know, we realize what it's like to be in that person's shoes. You know, or yes. even if we don't, we're allowing ourselves to hear them out. You know, when it's not when the cat calling's not flattering anymore. When um, 
you know, we do want to be more independent when we see negative comments on the internet or if we want to make a negative comment about somebody, we learn like maybe this isn't what I should do. Like, I just think it's important to start working on all this because think about it if it was, if you were the one on the other side of that, you know, whether you're a man or a woman or anything in between, like I think you need to understand that double standards suck. They don't help anybody. They just put boxes around everybody. Like I've been saying, you know, there are excuses to mistreat people and to just, you know, have a closed mind and just, you know, treat people the way you want and everything. Why? Like, wouldn't you rather learn about somebody, you know, or learn about yourself and realize, damn, I am a badass because I am running those 10 businesses, you know, and I still have a badass husband or boyfriend or whatever. Like, I just think it's really important because you're getting to know people and, you know, life is all about social interactions and everything. So if we're just constantly placing double standards on each other, we're never going to get to know each other. So true. So don't let double standards block anything in your life. It could literally block your blessings. Mm -hmm. um, but we hope y'all enjoyed this episode. Shout out to the Cassandra Lee for um, the cool intro job. Um, check out our 88 by 11 mile episode we actually had the pleasure the opportunity to um interview yeah. her so check her out uh, subscribe to her youtube channel and her instagram is the cassandra lee hey, hey girl we just want to say hi beautiful and talented you have to check out her content yeah she's amazing um and also you guys um also you guys check out our poppy website at speakupjv.poppy.com check us out on spotify apparently iHeartRadio, <laughs> apple and also subscribe, like, and comment. Um, subscribe to our YouTube channel. We appreciate y'all who are watching visually too. Mm -hmm. Every time you guys like our videos, view our videos, and subscribe to our channel, you are helping us in a tremendous way. Yep. So take care, y'all. Bye.